International. Welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, a podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Royce. With me, as always, my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hi, Pat. How's it going, man? It's going good. Um, I uh, You said the weather is beautiful there. Uh, it is beautiful down here in Austin, Texas today. Uh, and for, you are living in, what is it, the hell or the end of the world? Something to that effect? Um, they, they call it a nor'easter up here. That's what's going on. There's, uh, no. there's a big snowstorm happening. It's I'm like kind of sick right now, so I don't hate it because it's kind of nice to have an excuse to like be a gross lump of inactivity and not leave your house it's real cozy and shit so yeah, that's I'm nice a little, that's what i'm a little sick too so watch out folks at home cover your mouth when you listen to the yeah. cast today because we're both a little sick be careful um yeah this is the time of the year man whenever like all of my my smooth voice dinguses that host the podcast i love uh you can you can hear it you know it's out there <laughs> well i don't know i think we'll make it through i think i think we'll be all right i'll try not to like cough directly into the mic or anything so speaking of being a lump of inactivity um which is what i am at the moment uh our story today is about exercise believe it or not um oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> something neither uh, of us are super familiar with i'm gonna say yeah, right <laughs> I, i've read a few things about it <laughs> Side note, plugging my own shit, I just wrote an article about working out for Deadspin, so check that out, listeners. I saw that. That's what's up. Um, but yeah, this I, is definitely not about the kind of shit I do. This isn't about um, running for like half an hour on a treadmill and then being like, I'm a winner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> our story today is about marathon running. Do you have any experience in this world, Pat? Do you know anyone um, who runs marathons? I- the uh the the episode where they ran for rabies on the office is one of my favorite episodes of the office uh, <laughs> and i have been late to work a couple times because of marathon Perfect. so yeah so you know you know what's up um uh, yeah I, I pretty much know everything there is to know about them so this story i'm basically just going to be reading excerpts from this one article it's uh it's from the august 6 2012 new yorker it's by mark singer and it's called marathon man um, I read okay. this article a few years ago and was totally fascinated by it. So hopefully y'all will be too. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's, I'm just going to, I'm just going to start and I think you're probably going to figure out something's afoot pretty quickly here. Okay. So in July, 2010, Kyle Strode, a 46 year old chemistry professor from Helena, Montana, ran the Missoula Marathon. Completing the 26.2-mile distance in 2 hours and 47 minutes, he placed 4th out of 1,322 finishers. He won the Masters division for entrance 40 and older. Early in the race, Strode broke ahead of his usual rivals and never saw them again. The second Masters runner across the finish line, Mike Telling, from Dillon, Montana, trailed Strode by nearly 4 minutes. At the awards ceremony, however, they learned that Telling had actually placed 3rd, not 2nd. The official runner-up was a man named Kip Litton, age 48, of Clarkston, Michigan. 
Okay. Kip Litton, who had been at the back of the pack when the race had started, began his run two minutes after the gun was fired. He had apparently made up for lost time. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like a lot of the story has to do with like the running community as a community, which is like a very foreign thing to me. Um, oh, totally. I my, my friend, uh, one of my, my good friend Doug O'Hanlon, uh, his older brother Adam was like uh, in the Junior Olympics for like uh, cross country running, mm-hmm. and was just like in insane like shape. And like his uh, his dad like would drive uh, Adam out to like I don't know, like eleven miles outside of town and just drop him off, and Adam would run back. <laughs> Jesus, and, uh, yeah. And so one time he he would read like Runner's World magazine. Yeah, which I Runner's uh, World. I don't even know how. I didn't even know if there's enough. Yeah, I don't know if there's enough info on running to crank out more than one of those a year, but That's the thing. Uh, <laughs> like I it's cool like I know that there is like a a very developed like running subculture, but it's like you just run. Like, what is there to yeah, talk the fuck about? Else, you know, what else you guys talking about? If you, if you start talking about anything else, that's not about running. Call it a health magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, there was a, an ad one time, and uh, it was this guy, and he was running through a park, and he was blowing a snot rocket, you know, like clearing his nostrils, mm-hmm. and somebody else was kind of like turning in disgust, and he just said, runners, yeah, we're different. Oh. And, uh, uh, my friend Doug, uh, one time we were sitting on the porch and we were talking to his brother and then he, uh, Doug blew a snot rocket out of his nose and just said, we're not that different. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, so bitch. Doug, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because that's right. Cause we, were, we were skateboarding. That's what it was. We were skating in his, in his driveway and he's like, hey, runners different. Yeah. Yeah. We're not that different. I was like, oh, get him, Doug. <laughs> get him, Doug. Skateboarding is not a crime, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It's not a crime. But please treat it like a crime because it helps me think it's cool. You know? <laughs> please don't okay, accept so- this because I have nothing else to lean on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So there's this running subculture. There's these guys. Like, they're they're running these marathons. And, like, this guy, Kyle Strode, like, he knows everybody who is sort of like in his class. Like he ran a, he okay. ran 26.2 miles in two hours and 47 minutes. That's like a the whole time. Just pointing at people being like, Hey, Hey, I know you. I know you. Like, <laughs> yeah. just- <laughs> and like, he's good. Like that's like a, that's under a six and a half minute mile. Like that's real yeah. fucking fast. So, uh, yeah. So, um, the article continues since the early nineties, technology has made it possible to clock runners with precision and to track them at measured intervals, yielding point to point split times. Runners yeah. attach their shoelace or racing bib. R- sorry. Runners attach to their shoelace or racing bib, a transponder tag that marks how much time has elapsed when a checkpoint is reached. Often sensor equipped checkpoint mats span the running lanes. So you have a thing on your shoe or on your yeah. uh, shirt. When you run by it registers on the timing mat and that's how they get your time. So, oh god! So like, if you if you're gonna scam them and you don't know they do that, and you like roll up third, you're like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just went ahead. And they're like, yeah, no, man, like they just instantly know you're lying. Well, that's <laughs> what's so interesting is like that. Yeah, like they, these things were instituted to keep people from cheating, but yeah. as we will find out, that's not how this guy got caught. So, oh, okay, yeah. So it's it's really interesting. So. Uh, it continues, a wealth of online data about competitive running makes post-race analysis very easy. Several days after the marathon, Strode visited a website that displayed photographs of runners along the Missoula route. 
Most participants appeared in several shots, each of which indicated down to the second when it was snapped. Strode noticed something curious. Although Kip Litton, the guy who came in second, who they didn't see, although he had posted a half marathon split time and there were four images of him taken near the finish line, Strode could not find him in any picture in the preceding 26 miles. (laughs) In the Missoula photographs, Litton wore sunglasses and a black baseball cap. So Strode had only a general sense of what he looked like. White, yeah. clean shaven, about five foot ten, athletic build, but not the classic lean and loose limbed runner's physique. Uh, <laughs> so he did, did it all without the classic runner's physique. Golly, <laughs> what, what an inspiration. What a hero. So yeah, he just shows up at the end. Uh, he But he posts split time. So that's like, they he has a split time. So it... it it he it appears like his transponder somehow is registering, but yeah. he's only showing up at the end. Did anybody notice like a like a, a dog just kind of trampling along with a little transponder on his collar? <laughs> like, <is> that what? <laughs> That's what they should look out for. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see a dog at a marathon, some strange things are afoot. <laughs> so uh, this guy Strode is curious, so he looks up. Um, he sort of fig- tries to figure out this guy's history. So there's a website called Athlinks where uh, people in this running subculture post their times for endurance races and stuff. And it turns out this guy, Kip Litton, uh, he ran his first marathon in 2000. Um, or no, he ran his first race in 2000, which was only a 5K. Um, yeah. And, and since then, he's run, like in the preceding 12 12 years um, since he started running to now he'd run in more than a hundred races, including 25 marathons. Um, his time in Jacksonville was 3:20, which qualified him for the Boston marathon. So he's like, you have to be okay. Pretty good to run in the Boston marathon. Like yeah, not everybody yeah, yeah. gets to do now, that. You're, you're saying that the guy who's doing the investigating here, he is the guy that you said he was kind of well connected in the running scene. Yes. Correct. Okay. So Kip Litton is kind of like an outsider. They're like, who, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, but so, he's got all these. Yeah. So like Strode is like, he's the guy who's sort of well connected and is just like, I've never heard of this guy. He apparently beat my friend. He came in second to me. I've never seen him. Yeah. So he's kind yeah. of investigating the way, you know, a yeah, nosy like person he, like us would. Yeah, it's like he, he kind of like a guy who uh, enters a uh, a comedy contest under a, an ethnic name that doesn't actually match his ethnicity, and then it only gets found out five or six years into the contest Perhaps. that he's been fooling us with with <laughs> jokes about being that ethnicity that he really is not. <laughs> Perhaps that might be a similar hypothetical situation that certainly yeah. has never happened to either of us. Yeah, nobody's ever done that. No, so. no, no, no. Um, but yeah, so like he ran in the Boston marathon. Um, he, he got a cut time of three twenty five in the Boston marathon, which is a seven minute 50 per mile pace, which is not bad, but it's not like, yeah. it's not winning, you know, it's, it's respectable, but not amazing. Yeah. Um, but then like in the next couple years in 2006, he finally broke, uh, the three hour mark, which in marathon running, that's like. That's like your benchmark. Like that's your, you're pretty legit as an amateur runner. If you can get a below three hour marathon. Yeah. 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 So, um, in the year before Missoula, this race where Strode found out about him, Kip Litton had averaged one marathon a month and clocked in with sub three hour, uh, finishing times in each one. Um, eight times he'd come in first in his age group. And in one marathon, the West Wyoming marathon, he was the overall winner. So oh, wow. they're just like, That's, how I, have I, I never I, heard of this guy? You know, 
Yeah, I, I just drove through that part of the country going up to Washington, kind of that part of the country, uh-huh. and I, I I feel it would be hard to fake a marathon there because everything's so fucking flat. Like, you, where where would you have the time to duck into a taxi or do whatever the hell it is? Yeah, just totally yeah, like, it's not like running yeah. in Boston or New York when you can jump on the subway and, you know. Yeah, 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 like hide in a trash can or whatever, do whatever it is you need to do out there. It's pretty wide open. I don't know how he would uh, pull this off, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what he did. Uh, So... Strode keeps investigating. He's he's hot on the hot on the trail. So and, and you got to think the whole time, like I, I, it sucks. I, I just through you know, uh, if you're the guy who who lost and you're investigating the winner, and everybody's like, "Look, give it up, man. Just try a little harder." You're like, "No!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like everyone in your life is like, "Dude, maybe just you know, just come let back it go." On. You you came <laughs> in second in a marathon. Like that's good. <laughs> Hell yeah! It, 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 it Kip came in what? Kip came in third, correct? <laughs> um, Kip came in second. This guy Strode actually won, so he's Stro- oh, Strode won. So he came in second. So he's doing the Trump thing where like he won, but he still swears to God he won by more. Exactly. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like bitter about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or, but yeah, but he's not nearly as big a piece of shit. So <laughs> <laughs> got, it, got it. So he finds Kip Litton's website. He has a personal website. He's a dentist in Michigan. Um, oh, that's <laughs> he's closing in, Kip. He's closing in. So he has he has a website for his dental practice. And then he also has a website called World Record Run, um, which is about his goal of running under three hour marathons in all 50 states. <laughs> so and then tied to this thing about him wanting to run three hour marathons in all 50 states. It's, it said that he's doing it to raise money for cystic fibrosis because he had a son who was born with cystic fibrosis. Uh, so okay. see, I've never understood that. Like, I, I know there's some sort of uh, economy behind it, but I'm like, when people are like, hey, we're doing a marathon to raise money, I'm always like, okay, like, it's like, I'm like, where, where does, where, where's the money coming? Yeah, I always, I'm what, always at a loss of how that generates have money. have to do with this? Like, why? Yeah, is- like, like. Yeah, and I'm sure somebody out there could be like, oh, well, when people ride their bikes, people pledge per mile. I don't know. It's all, that's all Bitcoin to me, man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I don't even think he really did that. He just had like a donate button on World Record Run. Like, ah. <laughs> but I, I just like this. Uh, I like this sentence that follows here. <clears throat> Excuse me. The compassion that Strode naturally felt upon learning of a child's illness, along with admiration for Lytton's readiness to put his body on the line to raise funds for Michael's future and for medical research, was tempered, he told me, by his belief that Lytton had cheated in almost all of his 2010 marathons. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, no, yeah. Look, look, cystic fibrosis, schmistic fibrosis, okay? Yeah. It's like, look, I feel very bad for your son, Michael. You're a piece of shit. However, yeah, <laughs> I feel very bad for your son, Michael. That he, you are his father. Because yeah, you're a that's liar. crazy. Your boy Michael's been through a lot. Cystic fibrosis, having a shitty father. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Poor kid. Poor kid. Tough kid, though. I'll tell you. <laughs> so as Strode is sort of going down this Kiplet and wormhole, meanwhile, other people in the running community are also getting into this, like independently of yeah. Strode. Like people are like, yeah. "What the fuck Everybody- is going on here?" Everybody's slipping into a kip hole. Exactly. I think we, we all we, we know that old chestnut. That's what K hole stands for. Yeah, K hole. <laughs> oh man, I'm kipping real hard, man. <laughs> so um the official timer in Missoula, meanwhile, was contacted by another marathon timer um at the Deadwood Mickel- Mickelson Trail Marathon, which is in South Dakota. So Linton had also run this marathon in South Dakota and uh 
Sorry. Okay, yeah. So Lydna turned up at the South Deadwood, South Dakota Marathon, and uh, photographs taken in Deadwood showed him crossing the starting line fifth from last and finishing with a time of two hours and 55 minutes, putting him first in his age group and in third place overall. The fourth. God, man, I, 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 I'm just like I know it's, it's going to get there. I'm like, what is he doing? I was like, like he was riding a, a mini scooter Dude, the whole time. Like, I, <laughs> I hate to, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. They're still not totally sure how he did it. Oh shit! People okay, still right, don't know. Right. Oh man, that's see, that's a, okay. All right, we'll keep. Let's, let's, let's it's see a if wild I can ride. It it's a wild ride, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. There's some the hypotheses, but nobody. He's never admitted, and and they're not sure how he did it. So. Okay. Um, yeah, so he, he came in third place overall and the fourth place finisher complained because he was like, I was running third at the halfway mark and nobody passed me after that. Um, yeah. the, the, and again, this goes back to what you said about that part of the country. He's like, I'm sure no one passed me. Most of the rest of the course was a trail only six feet wide. Like I would have known if somebody passed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lytton again had registered a half marathon split. Um, and they thought he was legit. Um, but then he, like the timer thought he was legit. Cause he was like, look, he's posting split times. Like, I don't see what the problem is. But then they looked at the, uh, the actual split times. And if he clocked that split time, it would mean that he ran the second half of the marathon 11 minutes faster than the first. <laughs> you know i i just i had this we i get i get tired in reverse yeah you know, it's like crazy when I, when I start the marathon I'm, I'm exhausted and as i run i build up energy yeah and it's if like left my, unchecked i might just scream across the western part of the united states in two or three hours my like, body is like that suit in black panther that just like absorbs yeah. energy <laughs> yeah yeah and i i'm only getting stronger as i get older yeah so. it's crazy <laughs> yeah too bad i didn't pass on any of the strength to my son michael who is riddled with cystic fibrosis yeah he can really use some of this old kip go get him you know but yeah <laughs> oh fuck i'm sorry i'm assuming at the end of this we find out kip's not real or his son's not real but i'm if he is i apologize in advance uh, i don't know <laughs> he's not real but we'll get into it um, okay so uh yeah so they're like they're just investigating him. they're like you're you it doesn't make sense that he ran the second half 11 minutes faster than the first and then again in addition he found photographs of kip Litton only at the start and at the end of the course nothing in between so yeah. the deadwood marathon disqualified him and uh then after that happened um they disqualified him in the Missoula Marathon too. So the one that Strode like, was come on, with. my son has cystic fibrosis. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sir? Look, sir, sorry, you need to leave. You need to leave. No, cystic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we got disqualified from these two marathons for kind of having the same problem at both. Like, yeah. so he's like nobody passed me. They can't find pictures of him. The split times don't make sense. So they disqualify him. So after this happens, Strode then is curious about the marathon that the guy won. So he won this marathon called the West Wyoming Marathon. Yeah. And Strode was like, hey, he emailed the, the administrator of this marathon, this guy named Richard Rodriguez, and was like, hey, have you heard anything about this guy? Um, he was recently disqualified from two other marathons. I don't know him. I just really don't like cheating and... Uh, I want to know if you've like if you have pictures of him or, or whatever. 
So the Richard Rodriguez sends back an email that just says, wow, that's quite a scenario. It would have been very unlikely for the same thing to have happened in our race as there were only 30 participants and the lead two runners ran almost the entire race together. I've not received any complaints. I will keep my ears open, though. If there's an update, send it my way. So just keep all that in mind and yeah, uh, yeah. we'll get back to what, it. Is he just like materialize it into thin air out there? Like, oh, man, that's. Ah, it's driving me crazy. It's I wonder how he's doing. Maddening. It. And like, can you imagine yeah. how maddening it would be if you were, were like into running and someone was doing this? Like, yeah. I'm into yeah. like not even giving a shit about marathons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when I try to explain to people, like, like some, I don't know, I try to explain like, like how shitty it is to steal a joke or to like, you know, give a false credit or something. Yeah. And people are like, I'll have people are like, but I mean, like, the, like you still get the work though right i'm like yeah dude, god damn it it doesn't matter like yeah you know, like, it doesn't matter they just don't care but yeah i can imagine if this was something like if i was doing this out doing it and this guy was doing this and, and then like I, and simultaneously like the rest of the country is like this inspiring guy man kip litton da, 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 da. i'm just like he's a fraud just like losing it in my apartment yeah Ugh. it drove me <laughs> yeah, nuts yeah. yeah that's on my wrestling podcast we've started to have um wrestlers on as guests and my oh, question yeah. that I asked, uh, we've only had one so far, but I asked him this and I'm going to ask like everyone this from now on, not on air. Cause they won't talk shit on air, but I'm just like, okay. So like in comedy, we have like Carlos Mencia, right. Or like Jeff Dunham, like someone yeah. who's super popular, but who people who work in this industry think is a hack. Who is yeah. the wrestling version of that? Oh, like, shit. I just want to know in like every industry, like who is the running version of that? Who is yeah, the, yeah, like, who's the, <laughs> Who's like the one that pe- people outside of this think is cool, but everyone in it is like, this guy sucks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there yeah. is oh, one man. in every industry, you know, at Yo, least. Every, everybody's got it. We have a lot because oh, I think this, this industry lends itself to people being that way. Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, man, yeah, I want to know, like, who's the uh, <laughs> next time I see a comic like that, that's going to be the code. I'll just be like, yeah, the guys are real Kip Litton over yeah, here. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, and then it gets even weirder. So Strode keeps investigating. Um, he f- he's looking at pictures from this um, marathon in Rhode Island where Lytton had finished first in his age group. And he saw that photographs showed him wearing shoes and shorts at the end of the course that were different than those he was wearing at the beginning. So, what? yeah. So not only does he disappear in the middle, he changes clothes. <laughs> like that what diva, is happening that what a what a what a di- that's what it is a diva <laughs> like, like, diva he's just a diva yeah, yeah he's like i you know I, I demand at least six costume changes per <laughs> marathon all right <laughs> i'm just like is he time traveling like what's going on yeah yeah, yeah like what like what if he has like this crazy technology and he's just using it to win races <laughs> like it's dude <laughs> like you could <laughs> well that's what's so crazy so uh, on occasions when Lytton responded to challenges to his race record, he never yeah. did so in a hostile or defensive manner. After a disqualification, he simply deleted the result and the recap from his website as if he had never registered for the race. His default demeanor uh. was equable mystification, which is a good phrase. <laughs> yeah. I clearly oh, wow. did not write this. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's, that's, huh, that's crazy. So, so he starts getting some media attention in Michigan for this, where he lives after the 2010 Boston marathon. Uh, the Davison index noted that Lytton was the first finisher from mid Michigan and the first over 40 from Michigan around the same time. The Flint journal ran a story with the headline Davison dentist has transformed himself from sedentary middle ager to successful marathoner. Yeah. So, How you know, funny it'd be if he like because they said he didn't really have a runner's body, but like, what if he had like, they, uh, what if he just looked like George Wint? <laughs> like, yeah, like, how how'd you do this, man? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> 
just an ordinary guy. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this is like, love like, to like, run, man. Yeah, and then he would have people defending him because we live in that age now where people are like, like, like the Trumpism, Laney Serum type shit where you're just like, oh, yeah, oh, just because he doesn't fit the body type of a runner and he comes <laughs> from uh, the middle of the country. Ever heard of it? You know, like, <laughs> just like that. Oh, man. I, I, yeah. and you said Don't he hasn't body necessarily, shame th- him. Athletes come in all sizes. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah. The and problem we, that, is knee joints don't come in all sizes. Yeah. And so... <laughs> oh, man. And his knee joints, I, I, oddly enough, are well protected behind several layers of cutaneous fat. But, like, still, like... <laughs> oh, so, man. yeah, like, he's getting a little bit of... He's getting a little bit of attention. Um, uh, it says, A blog post about Lytton drew the attention of Michael McGrath, a former assistant track and cross-country coach at Haverford College. McGrath had competed at Boston nine times, and his best finish was two hours and 49 minutes and 19 seconds. Like Strode, he found Lytton a compelling imposter, in no small part because his methodology was so tantalizingly elusive. Somehow, he had exploited the running community's faith in the very systems, transponders, and chip times that had been adopted to prevent cheating. So that's what's so weird, is like, he's, he's somehow figured out a way to exploit this where... Like, yeah, like you said, like normally in person you cheat, you just sort of jump in at the end. But he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. doing the opposite almost. Like he's just like not even there, but somehow clocking in in the middle so that they yeah. won't like know what's going on. It's, they should just, on the next one, they should just have a guy just run right next to him the whole time. Just yeah, looking at him. Just like, monitor him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that guy, uh, he reports like, it's like in the movie Contact where uh, she was... The, 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 they dropped her in the little machine and she just like like fell out but like the, she said that she was gone for 19 hours uh-huh. but her her uh, her her recorder recorded only static but it recorded 19 hours of static and uh, that'd be like the guy who they send to run next to Kip Litton which is like I don't know I was just running and we lapsed into some sort of different reality <laughs> like, yeah 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 I, I felt like I was gone for days and they're like no you were only gone for a few we hours like Tesseract oh, and yeah <laughs> Kip Litton man he's just like just not only is he destroying the transponder uh, uh, systems. He's, he's also just defying Newtonian physics. That's guy. the thing. Like they don't know how he's doing it. So, and this is this. So this uh, running coach at Haverford College um, starts looking into him too. And so the Boston Marathon is like known for being really hard. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There's this section of the course called the Newton Hills, which runners encounter between miles 16 and 21, and they. I can't. That's that's five miles. I can't. That's just between miles sixteen and twenty one. Five miles for me, like that's that alone is just. I'm like, what five and hills? No, it's just not happening. Like, yeah, I can run like because I've been working out a lot lately. I can run like a pretty steady, like I can run a mile, like a nine and a half minute mile for like five or six miles, but like oh, not, wow. but not yeah. up a hill. Care. Not up a fucking yeah, hill. Yeah, yeah, Flat yeah. on a treadmill, I can do that. And I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. tired. And I can, that is as far as I can go. Like, yeah. No, I'm yeah, not going yeah, up yeah. fucking hills after running 16 miles. <laughs> but that's why they're no, they're just known for being really hard because it's like, you're already exhausted. You're nearing the yeah. end of the race and then you have to climb these hills. So, oh, God. McGrath is looking at Kiplet and split times and somehow, shockingly, his pace during the flat part of the course was a full minute slower than his uh, pace in the hills. 
<laughs> what is he doing? So, like, how is this possible? Like, what's going on? Uh, yo, is he putting his transponder on a drone and flying it? Like, I don't that know. has it has been suggested that he like has put possibly put his transponder on something or someone. Yeah, or like, oh, we'll we'll get to it. There's some hypotheses yeah, in here. Oh man, uh, this this is this is very intriguing it's to me. Right a tantalizing now. mystery that I don't yeah, believe yeah. has been solved. So yeah. So McGrath, the Haverford coach, learned that in February 2009, Linton had run a 15-kilometer race in Florida. According to the split times, his pace during the second half, 5 minutes and 24 seconds per mile, was almost 2 minutes faster than his time during the first half. Like, so he ran a 7.5-minute mile for the first half and then somehow dropped to a 5.5-minute mile to the second half. And that's in a 15-kilometer course. Like, that doesn't make fucking sense. Uh, to, I hate to keep quoting movies, but that's how my brain works. I just thought of Forrest Gump. He's like, that must be the stupidest son of a bitch alive, but he sure can run. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what, what it is, man. Or yeah, he's, well, actually, not it's stupid. the opposite. He's a, fucking, he's a genius. Yeah, he's a genius idea, but, who can't run. Yeah. <laughs> that must be the smartest son of a bitch alive, but he sure can't run. <laughs> <laughs> but he sure wishes he could, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, like, there's nothing in his past performances that indicate he should be able to run a five and a half minute mile. Like, that makes no sense. Kip! Get out of here, Kip! Not long after McGrath began his research, he decided to go public. Uh, His medium was Let's Run, a website devoted to news about elite track and distance running. Again, this weird subculture. They have a fucking forum about running. (laughs) How interesting could that possibly be? I don't know. But oh, but you think that uh, I I know they have a dating app out there for runners, mm. and I bet you a bunch of uh, shitty Tinder bios on there are like, yeah, Jen twenty three, catch me if you can. <laughs> I can like to run. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely right. I have yeah, yeah. no doubt in my mind about that. Twitter, if you know of that dating site, find that on there, screenshot it, send it to us, and you will win our love. <laughs> so yeah so like he posts on this forum um and just about all of this stuff up until this point of of what's been going on with kip blinton um so one responder was scott hubbard a former collegiate runner and high school coach who was a familiar figure in the central michigan running scene hubbard measured and certified courses often worked as a race announcer and worked for running publications his awareness of kip blinton dated back to october 2009 when linton's five-member relay team was disqualified from winning the detroit Ugh. The Detroit Free Press Marathon Relay is five. He has a, a team of four other guys. Like that, he pulls like running heists with. That's crazy. Yeah. So apparently, like the, it was really embarrassing for them. Like, yeah, he got these dudes together, and then they got disqualified because of him. And yeah, was was it just off the same thing of like that had been disqualified for everything else? Like, like there's no way you could do this, or so we're disqualifying you. It's so this is what this is what he says. So he gets accused, and it says Linton was initially evasive, but after a week of questioning, he offered an explanation. Finally, he came down to yeah, I must have cut the course short somewhere to come in with that time. I asked him where that might have happened. I knew the course because I'd measured it. He named the place, and he said I must have followed someone. And I said no, you didn't follow anyone. You cheated. So. He's saying yeah. he's saying that he cut the course. So, yeah. you know, like t- went off the, the track and, and took a shortcut somehow. So and he's sort <laughs> of like cutting the courses. If anybody catches you doing it, like, hey, what are you doing here? Like, what are you doing here? Like, I, no, okay, never mind. I didn't see you either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
It's like going to a strip club or a sex store or something. You're not yeah, allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I was just there looking for directions on how to get out of there. <laughs> so um, a few weeks later, Hubbard came across the following item in the online newsletter of Michigan Runner, a bi-monthly publication. Reader of the Michigan Runner, Brian Smith passes along several great performances by Kip Litton. So Brian Smith writes in, I wanted to relay some info about a couple of recent performances that I would consider great. I see a dentist in Davison whose name is Dr. Kip Litton. We often talk running when I am there. Recently, he had told me about a couple of marathons he was planning to run. Oh, that's that's what that's so that's what fucks you. I was like some person who thinks they're doing you a favor. Like, let me tell y'all about Kip Litton. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> it gets it gets better. So, OK, uh, he says when I asked him about them afterwards, he said things like, I'm just glad to finish. And well, I didn't injure myself. I knew he was a good, I know that he's a good runner. So I looked up the race results. Now I also know how humble he is. I think that could be considered worthy of a mention. I don't see him listed in your newsletter. So I thought I would pass him along. Oh, <laughs> so this alleged Brian Smith, just a, random good samaritan just a random yeah. kip litton fan right oh okay yeah no that yeah that was that that was a plant <laughs> oh yeah 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 so uh hubbard finds this and then he emails litton uh on the pretext that he wanted to get in touch with brian smith because he said he was a, a patient of, of kip's yeah. so litton responded that he couldn't recall all of his patients uh hubbard pressed high there <laughs> the question was posed to him pointedly who's brian smith hubbard later wrote on let's run he didn't say he was a patient of his. He didn't put up much of a fight when it was told he felt he wrote the note. So, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's just, you know, putting out some uh, good PR yeah. for himself under a pseudonym. You know, yeah, Brad Smith, which you know, like, that's, you know, uh, not classic, a fake name at all. Yeah. Classic fake name. Uh, during the fall of 2010, Litton <laughs> entered marathons in Rochester, New York, Portland, Maine, Huntington, West Virginia and Charlotte, North Carolina. Photographs at Rochester showed him wearing a gray-green sweatshirt, a cap with a bright yellow logo, and no visible racing bib. At the finish, he wore a different shirt and hat. He changed the shirt and the hat. How does how do you how do Why? you change clothes and gain time? That's just, that makes no sense. It's insane. It's insane. That's, so I mean, uh, <laughs> this was the final straw for Hubbard. Hubbard was like. Take down your website, or I'm going to write an expose of you in Michigan Runner. Uh, yeah. Which I again, I love. Just like yeah. apparently, Michigan Runner is something people give a shit yeah. about. I just, Look, I, this comes from experience. You don't want to be on the business end of Michigan Runner. I'll just, <laughs> I, I, yeah, they got they got a tight grip. Those guys. <laughs> I won't get into much more. But so world record run, uh, his website was gone within days. So he. Responded to this ultimatum by doing what the guy said. By agreeing to the ultimatum because it was all true. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, at this point, Kathy Zell, who was the executive director of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, told me she didn't know of any donations that had been obtained through Lytton's language. Uh, Oh, man. Come on, Kip. It gets even worse. They look him up and... uh, it's, it says that he gave to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation one time, and it was $20 in 2004. That's <laughs> oh, it. Oh, shit. Kip, are you even a dentist? Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's just be honest. Are you a dentist? <laughs> I feel like, and this is going to sound really shitty, but like, I feel like dentists are like kind of crooked anyway. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because 
it's like, well, I want to make money and be a doctor, but like, I'm not smart enough, so I'm going to be a dentist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. They no, charge so uh, much money. Dentist Twitter is about to drag you, Kathleen. <laughs> I just like, I just think they're like, okay, I'll put it this way. They're the lawyers of doctors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just my belief. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. I, mean, I love that their dentists, you said they're crooked. It's like you can straighten these teeth, but you can't straighten your morals, you buddy. Can't. Like those, they're shady. Dentists those are, are shady. always going to be crooked. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, instead of whitening my teeth, try whitening your soul. You exactly. fucking. <laughs> Thank you. You get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm on board. I'm always ready to hate a profession. Like, I don't give a shit. Well, and, and also, the way he deals with it is really funny. So after all this happens, he says that he's a victim of a witch hunt and a smear campaign, of course. So, so like people on the let's run message boards are just roasting the fuck out of him. Like they're just, <laughs> they're making fun of him forever. They love him. He literally wrote a letter. He wrote an email to the founder of let's run complaining about his treatment. He says, oh, he says, I have served on my dental ethics board, so I realize that people should take sh- cheating seriously. By the way, he did not serve on his de- dental ethics board. He made that up. <laughs> what a fucking shitty lie. Why would you think a dental ethics board? Like, that, like and again, the, the you know, dentists are just you know soulless people. So the ethics they board. don't need an ethics board. Yeah, the ethics board. It's just them doing blow and doing like child pedophile shit like the dark government <laughs> shit. Wow, we're really slamming dentists hard on this one. <laughs> no one's going to fix hey. our teeth, Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I I have to have insurance for a dentist to treat me wrong, okay? Like, I'm safe. <laughs> they can't get their fucking hands on me. So, yeah, so it's like they're roasting the fuck out of him. He's, like, <laughs> acting like he's a, a persecuted victim. Um, uh, and but meanwhile, all this is happening, but no one knows how he's doing it. So yeah, that's the, the R- Missoula Marathon director was quoted as saying, "It's expensive. He flies all over the country, rents cars, plans in advance, has to figure out how many chip mats there are, how you deal with those. Think about how yeah. hard you have to work to not run a race." <laughs> very true. So oh, at man. this point, they go back. Um, to that, mar- remember that marathon he won that he emailed the guy at Strode emailed about? Yeah. Yeah, the West Wyoming Marathon, right? Like, that was the one race that he supposedly had won outright. Yeah. So, um, they they start looking into this, and there's... And that was ca- one that was ran by Richie Rodriguez, right? Yes, Richie Rodriguez. Yeah, I, that is, that's the uh, top five coolest names. Yeah. <laughs> Richie Excellent Rodriguez. Name. Excellent yeah. name. So, they start looking into this, um, and... They uh, do some investigating and they find out that the West Wyoming Marathon website is hosted on the same server as World Record Run's website was hosted on. Do you see where this might be going? Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me see if I confirm one fact. So you're saying that he supposedly won that one. Yes. And Richie Rodriguez said that the first and second place runners were running together the whole time yes they were like he couldn't have cheated like he he couldn't have cheated because the other guy would have known because they ran it like almost neck and neck the whole time okay um was the guy he was running with their it guy i don't know i don't know where it's going i'm a bad detective (laughs) okay uh it turns out amazingly kip litton made up the entire marathon 
He built the website oh, for it. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's why I was like, it's hosted on the same server. Like, it's coming from the same place. Oh, my God. And then he just slipped into character and was like, hey, Richie Rodriguez, yeah. you man. How do you? He's Richie Rodriguez. Richie is Kip. Kip is Richie. Yeah. Oh, man. So Kip, Not going to lie. If I knew I had plans later and my plans that Kip and Richie were coming over, I'd be pretty fucking stoked. I, I <laughs> just get a, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. That's a good like, Who, Kip, Kip and Richie? Oh, shit. Kip and Richie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. Stoked. Yeah. This, no, this, oh, this is this is fucking nutty. That's. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, man. All right. He made, up, think- he made up a whole website. He made up a list of finishers, all fake except him. Like name, age, gender, hometown. Uh, he created the fake ge- race director. He made an email for Richie Rodriguez, and then when uh, this guy emailed, "Hey, did this? Uh, have you heard about this dude who won your marathon?" The Kip Litton responded, "No, nah, they ran it together. He's uh, legit." Man, what the fuck? <laughs> Why would you? That's so odd. Richie and then, Rodriguez, do, do you think he put on after that brown brown face when he did Richie? Like when he checked Richie's email, <laughs> I guess, or at least I think he got into character. I think he like kind of like grew his hair out a little, had like a goatee, and he's like got into character to check Richie's email. I like to think. <laughs> well, apparently there were two other imaginary races on his uh, resume too. He made up one in Orlando, Florida, and Orlando, <laughs> Georgia. Um, wow! Uh, I one time I ran on that Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. <laughs> 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 I ran all up and down Electric Avenue, and then I took it higher. <laughs> yeah, all of these, and they all had websites. They were all um, hosted on the same server as World Record Run and the website for his dental practice. So it's all the oh same. Oh my god! I gotta look at this. I want to see what Kip Litton looks like real quick. Ba 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 ba. Hold on, hold on. I I. I shouldn't be doing this now but i kind of want to say <laughs> it's cool we'll, we, we're like nearing the end yeah but what was funny was i typed in kip litton the first thing that came up was for kip litton dds for dentistry yep. so uh images kip litton he looks like a dentist yeah he looks like a dentist <laughs> he looks like a dentist yeah, he looks like a fu- like. And the first one that comes up, he's wearing all black. He looks like he's there to murder you. Actually, like if I saw him walking up to my door, I'd be like, "Oh shit, who do I owe money to?" Yeah, that, um, I think that picture is we're gonna probably talk about the picture of him yeah. in black. Um, okay, <laughs> all right. So yeah, yeah, so so carry on. Okay, let's see where was I? Okay, so at this point, um. People start emailing him directly like, look, you made all this up. Like, we know this marathon didn't exist. Um, And he is just spinning out creating bullshit. Like, he is, (laughs) he has something for everything. Like, he, and and it's just obviously fake as shit. So. He's like, look, guys, you want to tread lightly, all right? Uh, Richie Rodriguez does have some connections, okay? I'm not saying that's a threat. (laughs) I'm just saying, once Richie's out the cage, I can't bring him back in. <laughs> so he said, Kip Litton writes, the West Wyoming Marathon did actually exist. It was set up to accommodate our family trip to that area. In planning our vacation, I launched the website for the race, which was set up with race day registration. Over a dozen people indicated they would likely come and run. I had a local resident lined up to help out. Race morning, I got quite a surprise when no one showed up. I ran anyway. As the only entrant, I placed both first and last. 
The first uh, issue of the results contained only my name. A tech-savvy friend convinced me this would look ridiculous and that he could add some additional names. After thinking that this would in no way harm any other actual person, I agreed. So yes, I'm absolutely responsible for that. I regret making this snap <laughs> decision, and I realize we, I should not have uh, ruined something that was meant to be legitimate. So... Then they get in touch with the guy who did actually design the website for him. And he said, uh, Lytton had told him that uh, the marathon was legitimate and gave him all of the names and hometowns and everything via email from Richard Rodriguez. So this is just total bullshit. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, oh man. That like, for, like, okay. Like, like, okay. couple things on this one. Right? Like, <laughs> first of all, who, it sets up a race to go somewhere like as I as those words come out of my mouth I just remembered that I went to go visit family in Madison Wisconsin last August and booked shows like at bars yeah, and shit. it's like, like that it's or, like how when we go anywhere we try to book shows yeah 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 but like that's but look what we do is fun and cool and like what they do is running it's in a so you need to who needs to book a race you just call me hey you want to go meet in a field and like like, like yeah. do you need a race like I mean, it's like everything we're saying. It's like, what do you need? What is there to talk about? Like, just go run. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just run, man. man. It's fine. Yeah. And then like, uh, yeah. And then that, that, that you did with also like the second thing is just thinking that that excuse would work. Like, just like, you know, ah, it's the, it's the damnedest thing. I, uh, nobody showed up. Right. I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. So, you know, it's It's insane. uh, It's insane. So, um, again, (laughs) people on this forum are just, having a fucking ball i'm sure because like (laughs) i don't know anytime in my life there's been internet drama like this everyone has had a grand old time oh yeah 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 no it's 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 a it's a good time (laughs) as all this is happening and everyone's sort of roasting him occasionally there would be some sympathetic posts for example (laughs) one user with the hand with the handle quite a story uh claimed to be a journalist (laughs) After interviewing, quote, dozens of people, the journalist had, quote, discovered a shocking new side to this tale, the implication being that Lytton was innocent and welcomed yeah. information from all comers. An email address was given. I wrote immediately, and I'm still waiting for a reply. So clearly <laughs> just Kip Lytton uh, trying to spread some uh, some good, you know, y- yeah, some positive yeah, yeah. PR on the website yeah, under different yeah. names. Yeah. Hey, uh, R- Richie R- R- Rogers. Richie Rogers here. And, uh, <laughs> Brian Smith back to talk about my biggest yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. mentor. Oh, man, Justin, you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Brian Smith is back, baby. <laughs> so oh, this this story, you, you should really I'm, I'm leaving a lot out. It's a very long story by Mark Singer. And at the end, um, he actually goes to Michigan to interview Kip Litton. And yeah. it's wild. Like he goes in, Kip Litton calls the cops on him because he comes to his <laughs> dental practice. Uh, <laughs> eventually he gets Kip Litton to meet him at a Wendy's, um, which is like the saddest. We, yeah. Cause you know, Kip, Kip was headed there anyway. So he's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I'll meet you at the Wendy's. <laughs> I guarantee you he had it. There was two. He's like, do you want to go to the Wendy's on 71? He's like, ew, gross. No, meet me at the Wendy's on Chesterfield. He's like, all right, cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows where the good Wendy's is. Yeah, he knows where the good Wendy's is. That yeah. I'm just imagining him like in a sad... You know what I'm imagining? <laughs> Have you seen The Sopranos? Yes, yeah, yeah. You know the guy who owns the sporting goods store that they oh yeah 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 the fucking the, um, the deadbeat gambler like he's like thinks it's kind of yes. cool to get on the on the mob gambling game he and gets he it fucking, on the mob gambling game and gets it over his head and they uh, they take his store 
Yeah. That's who I'm imagining <laughs> Kip Litton is. Like that yeah, yeah. sad sack guy. <laughs> Imagine going to like A defend your your claim that you're a fucking world class runner and then go into a Wendy's and then you like go and get a bacon baconator and you sit down with the baconator and <laughs> you're like, like I'm yeah, a, so- I'm a world class <laughs> athlete, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dipping your fries and your frosty like a fucking pathetic piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, guilty as charged though fries and the frosty come on that shit's tight <laughs> so good yeah so so this guy mark singer is interviewing lit and he says what happened in your life to get you into this situation and he says i don't know what you're talking about but the facts <laughs> Running- i've heard and seen most of them are inaccurate so he's still denying shit yeah. he said he'd never done anything wrong he never left a race course and re-entered at a different point he never received money through his website he never posted anything on let's run he had no idea who the anonymous people might be who were posting in his defense <laughs> it was I don't, quote, even, a- I don't even like wendy's <laughs> <laughs> i'm an army's guy i don't know what we're doing here <laughs> he said it was a friend who had posed online as richard rodriguez he just denies all of it <sighs> um so this is where we get some possible hypotheses coming in so okay yeah, one of the let's this. run sluice most impressive unearthings was a photograph taken near the 30 kilometer checkpoint of the 2010 boston marathon it depicted six runners wearing singlets or short sleeve shirts their racing bibs attached one on pace for a sub three hour performance <laughs> and the one left- kip litton with rocket skates tied to his feet <laughs> <laughs> an interesting photo <laughs> So they're running in the middle, and then at the left edge of the frame, slightly cropped, was Kip Litton. He's there, clearly in brisk mid-stride. He appeared to be walking or slowly jogging along the shoulder of the road, and he wore a long-sleeved black shirt, black sweatpants, black baseball cap, and shades. He had no showing racing bib, and he was credited that year with a time of 2 hours, 52 minutes, and 12 seconds. So this is sort of the possibility, is that he disguises himself as a spectator and then walks close enough to the chip mat that his transponder registers and then he just goes to the next place oh okay yes but then but then he has to like so he has to be jogging along now are the chip maps like are they are they every mile or something or like how how often are they i i think it depends on the race i don't think there are that many um I like obviously there's one at like a halfway point because that's what we keep referencing with the split. But yeah, um, yeah I don't think they're every mile. I think they're probably yeah, so, like they're probably like yeah. five throughout the yeah. race. You know. All right. For, first of all, guys, let's get one on every mile. All right. I don't know why we haven't already done that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever played a racing challenge in Grand Theft Auto? Okay, you got to hit every little every little marker. But uh, also like so then how's he enter? Does he like start the race and then like? dip off and like then become a spectator because yeah, we have well, to start this is the yeah. problem is like that's kind of what they thought but then this mark singer sent this to kip and kip was like well here's another picture of me at the 15 kilometer split and i'm clearly running in the middle of the road with my race bib on so if i'm trying to be inconspicuous like i'm not doing a very good job am i so they're like yeah. well fuck i don't know how you're doing this yeah, so Jesus. Um, there's so all I'm this gonna- footage there's all this these photographs of him and they still can't figure it out they're like he might have an accomplice yes, like, just, okay yeah that's my next theory there has to be 
Yo, maybe it's like the prestige. Like he has a twin brother who doesn't <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't lead a full life. You know, like and he just comes out and helps him do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, this is his one thing that he gets to leave the like weird basement yeah. they keep yeah. him in for. <laughs> his his name's Rip and <laughs> Rip Litton. <He's> <laughs> or what if Kip is Rip and the whole time Rip's been the real Kip? Oh like, shit! Kip is, yeah, like look, I don't want to get too tinfoily here, but. Like, <laughs> So right. they think like there there might be an accomplice involved. They also think that there may be um he may be using a bike, like yeah. jumping off the bike, getting close enough, and then jumping <laughs> on the bike and biking to the next thing. Which is oh, like man. so cartoonish and silly, but like yeah, yeah. how else could he be doing it? I like that he doesn't even break the bike, he just has a thing where you ride the bike and you just hop off and let it fly off and then he just runs <laughs> into the marathon. <laughs> it's so uh. strange and like um they just the fact that they still don't know how he did it they're, and they're like well he could have hacked into the transponder somehow okay see that was that was my other thing was like yeah i was gonna but the, he's maybe he's someone who can't even like effectively be anonymous on the internet like yeah. he had to have someone else help him with his fraud website so he doesn't seem like the most technologically savvy guy you know yeah god yeah jesus man i you know what i hope they beat it out of him before his death because i need to know this <laughs> it's crazy well yeah and that's like pretty much where this ends so and this is an old article i haven't kept up with this in the last few years so it may have been solved um but it's just like basically it just ends being like this is the last thing he has like he's not yeah. gonna give it up because like he's been totally found out as a fraud but like the one piece of power that he still has is that no one knows how he did it you know? Yeah. So, uh, real real quick, I just I, I just looked this up. I found uh, a Reddit thing about how did Kip Litton, um, how did oh, yeah, how did he fake mysteries? His, right? Is yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. How I read he, that uh, too. And I did you find anything specific? I couldn't no. find anything specific. Yeah. No, it's all just speculation. Yeah. And it's like it's mostly the same. It's like you need a car. Um, you could possibly bike. You could hack it. But it's yeah. like, why the change of clothes? What? It's so strange. Yeah, man. Okay, has anybody looked for any trap doors? That, <laughs> I feel that's always. I think uh, time yeah. travel. I think he's yeah. time traveling. Yeah. That, well, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's the obvious one. You know, like, that's what <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's crazy. This is confounding. I'm going to. Uh, you know what? I, well, good. Uh, congratulations, runners world. You got me on the case now. Yeah, I'm going to dive mean, into this. That's so, uh, what's so great about this is like it's an it's a good story, it's a fun saga, but then there's still like a whole other internet wormhole you can go down trying to solve. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Look into this guy and get at us on Twitter with your theories. Let us know what Please, you think. Yeah. How this, if anybody this listening, like if you listen to your, our podcast while you run, first of all, sorry we shit on running so much. Second <laughs> of all, if you have any ideas about how we could have done this, yeah. you know what? Maybe he's using that nitrous oxide they have at the dentist and gassing <laughs> everyone. <laughs> So it's like a collective hallucination yeah. or something. Yeah. Also, if you listen to this podcast and you're running, um, run it up the flagpole, change the things. Don't call them bibs anymore. I think it's a dumb name. Call it, call it, <laughs> just call it numbers. Your number, <laughs> your, <laughs> your placard, maybe. I don't know, sure. but change that. Um, well, yeah, wow. That's the story that's, of that's, Kip Litton. Kip, you, you... His dental website is still up. World Record Run, I do not believe, is still up. But Yeah. I mean, you know what's funny is I typed in Kip 
like L I and it automatically brought up the thing for his dentistry website. But then again, that's probably the NSA. So, um, <laughs> okay. They are, they're closed he has, for the day. He has 4.6, uh, stars on Google reviews as a dentist. Not that's bad. What's up. Yeah. Dr. Kip Litton. Oh man. So yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. We should, uh, we should try to call him and, you know, like I'm sure nobody's tried that before. Um, <laughs> What is it with dentists? Like, like, well, yeah, they're pieces of shit. Uh, that dentist that killed uh, Cecil, that guy. Yeah, there was there was him. Dentist, he was up to no good. Wasn't that dentist up? also from Michigan? Did it I make that up? He, I don't think you did make that up. I Holy believe that's true. Shit. Also, dentists I guess from Michigan don't trust them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that did also that uh, that dentist though, the one who killed Cecil the lion. I'm not gonna. Vince words he has a beautiful set of choppers like he's got some great Does teeth. He? he's got some good teeth yeah 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 like uh yeah there's the, the famous photo of him and you look at him and it's just like oh man he must slay on the over 50 dating website <laughs> well yeah. now that he has this picture of him with the dead lion yeah 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 he's yeah, crush yeah. It. <laughs> yeah he's, i'm strong i'm virile here's a dead lion to prove it <laughs> Well, but, yeah, uh, yeah, I feel th- like we've learned some lessons this episode. Um, don't trust dentists. Yeah, that's don't, that's the big one I took away. Don't cheat at marathons, but even more importantly, just don't run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't run. Just stay inside. None of this would have ever happened to Kip if he would have just like played Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> well, shit. There you go. So, I guess uh, um, worth it. Uh, no. no, no, not at not all. Not at all. He didn't make any money or anything. Yeah, the thing that just a psycho. Yeah, the thing that you would get from winning is barely worth it when you factor the running for me. I'm just like, like what? Oh what, yeah. The, yeah, doing it I'm legit like, is not worth it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? A check for twenty five hundred dollars? No thanks. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I'll be at RBM Food Mart getting tacos. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So not worth it. Totally not worth it. Don't do it. Um, no. Yeah. Don't, don't do it at all. Add it or do it for real. Yeah. Don't be a Kip Lit. I, you know, I'm adding. I know we've talked about some pretty spurious uh, uh pieces of shit on this show i'm adding kip lit into like the contender for top five just because it's <laughs> really? so pointless yeah i i'm gonna throw it up there he makes me as far as visceral personal reaction i think kip <laughs> Litton makes is, is is for me he might be I top five like he definitely is in the top for how much i hate him compared to how many people he actually hurt like yeah 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 yeah, like, exa- yeah exactly it's it's, a, it's almost a zero victim crime and i and i'm, and I'm, so I'm mad. as mad at him as that lady who stole like 14 million from the, like a small town <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> rita crudwell that was her name rita oh, crudwell. Do, do, you think it, do you think it's time that we we do like a like i don't know just for like twitter or something fun on the facebook page or something like compile like the get some info on what people think the heavy hitters are we should yeah we should get we a should. greatest hit yeah 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 guys if you're listening out there uh tweet at us the people who you think are just like the, the superlatives you know like the let us know you think pieces it, of shit the biggest yeah, pieces of the, shit we've talked about the biggest pieces of shit or the ones who who uh make you the angriest the, the superlatives like the, yeah. the top the top stars in each category let us know <laughs> and we'll we'll compile a list and we'll, then we'll all look at it together so yeah. uh anyways um i know i've always talked about the new york dates for the last couple weeks but they're actually coming up and i know where i'm at now i knew where i was at earlier but i just didn't have it ready to look at so uh guys anybody listening out there in uh the the begapple um i am going to be <laughs> in new york uh on march 25th uh, i'm doing a show called savage at brooklyn bar or i'm sorry, savage at faulkner bar in brooklyn i'm reading my own flyer here uh savage at faulkner and then uh i will be that's on the 25th and the 26th i'll be at beauty bar doing the comedy show there that i don't i think it's just called beauty bar correct dope 
Yeah, so that's where I'll be at, 25th, 26th. Uh, that was very light on details, so hit me up on Twitter for more details. And if you're in the Connecticut region, I'll be at Hart- at the CT Improv in Hartford, Connecticut on March 23rd at 7 p.m. So cool. that's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kath, anything coming up you want to throw out there? Yeah, um, I have a... This will probably... When is this going to come out? tomorrow the next day okay uh this coming saturday um so that would be the 10th i believe um yeah saturday the march 10th i have a show at bar 2a um it's a benefit for uh new york city dsa uh political action committee so please come out to that that'll be really fun it has a really really strong lineup it should be a good time and it's early enough that you can go party afterwards so do that um i also have a show uh march 30th at littlefield with uh the street fight radio guys uh murder brian and red pain yeah they're awesome um it's gonna be really fun it's me and rachel millman from my wrestling podcast wrestlesplania um it's gonna be a good time tickets are ten dollars uh march 30th 8 p.m please buy tickets soon if you want to buy tickets so we don't freak out about not selling enough tickets because we'll be stressed out if uh that happens Um, don't stress don't stress cat out guys it'll be fine yeah please don't stress me out um but yeah, it'll be super fun. Listen to my other two podcasts, What a Time to Be Alive and WrestleSplania. And that's all I have to plug. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, guys, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to uh, check out all the excellent body ca- body ca- podcasts on Body Tape International. Uh, great label. Has tons of great stuff out there. Be sure to listen, like, rate, share, and subscribe. Uh, shout out to listener Johnny Tube Socks. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, happy your birthday, birthday Saturday. Johnny Tube Socks. Yeah, Johnny Tubes, he just like started, like he follows us and like he started like reaching out to me over like he lives, he lives in yeah, Richland, Washington. Rad. Yeah, he, yeah, he lives in Richland, Washington where I went to go visit and he just hit me up and was like, yo, check this place out. So we just been kind of shooting the shit on Twitter. Cool dude. So nice. uh, yeah, Tube Socks, get him uh, for the big B-Day. And then, uh, yeah, guys, but above all, most importantly, uh, don't get caught. So. Don't get caught. See ya. Don't, all right, later guys. Bye.